Oh, you know who could fill a pothole? Sean Wynn. Oh, <laughs> yeah. By Sean. filling one, he could fill them all. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Yeah, speaking of the roads, I thought it was going to go down yesterday. thought it was going to go down. You had an issue? Yeah, close to home, so Greenfield, Greendale area, like Highway 36, just after you get off 894, okay? Yeah, okay. So, and this guy, so I, I'm turning right, and guy comes up on the left really fast, and we both turn right together, like he's in his own lane, and, I'm mm-hmm. thi- and I remember thinking to myself, this is near my house, so I drive this area all the time, I'm like... I didn't think that was a right turn lane, like one of those double turn lanes. He shouldn't be doing that. I didn't that. think. And so now he's in the lane in front of me. He stops well short of traffic in front of him, and the window's down. And he's John with somebody else in another car. And I'm like right behind this. And it's it's on. Yeah. So my first thought is... To give the thumbs down, right? <laughs> that's right. To say, note my disapproval of the situation. No, my first thought is, and now I'm parked in because there's cars behind me all around. I'm like, mm-hmm. what's my out? Right? Is that a crazy yeah, thought? Yeah, because there's, to no, have? there's no place to go. What's my out if somebody throws down, if a weapon is involved, if whatever? Like, you just don't Grab know. Grab your phone, baby. But these two, I don't know if, I don't know who was to blame. I mean, obviously, you can't zip around and, like, guy in, guy in truck who made his own turn lane certainly probably was escalating, but. Whoever was next to him wasn't backing down either. <laughs> the window down is is a different animal, right? Like I, I I probably you know swear under my breath at people on the roads more than I should, and I think we're all probably you know of that right, right, right. that mindset. But if you throw the window down, you start chirping somebody. It is more of a it's game more on personal. situation. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yep. And what little protection that glass gives you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. right. It's a psychological thing. It's a barrier, right? Well, they seem to have worked it out. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so I'm sure they left on friendly terms. But I think uh, I think Vince, like I would have pictured you, your out would have been throw the door open and barrel roll into like a ditch on the side of the road. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like that. Right. Just hit the pavement hit the hard. Song in the background. <laughs> Keep rolling. Either that or hero, jump in. Yes, be right, that. Guy. Break this up. Be that. Be the higher ground guy. And a truck guy looked pretty big. <laughs> Five fourteen on Wisconsin's morning news. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Offices. One call, that's all sports desk. Here's Brian D. Aaron Rodgers says goodbye. The now former Packers quarterback, that's weird to say, bid adieu to the Packers organization and all of his fans in a lengthy series of Instagram posts. His final words, quote, This is not the end for us. I will see you again, Green Bay. You will always have my heart. You can see that full post right now at WTMJ.com. Our teammate from ESPN Wisconsin, Mark Tauscher, sad to see this thing finally end. There is a sadness that this era of football with another Hall of Fame quarterback and somebody that has given us so many great moments is going to be doing this for somebody else. And as a former teammate and someone that helped us win a world championship, uh, that part makes me sad. Get ready to see Aaron in a different shade of green later today when he's going to be introduced as a member of the New York Jets for the first time. That introductory press conference is going to happen at 1 o'clock Central Time this afternoon. As for the Packers, they turn their focus to Thursday night's NFL draft and now hold the 13th overall pick by virtue of that Aaron Rodgers trade. We're going to have live local draft night coverage right here on WTMJ tomorrow starting at 6. 
in baseball. From the stretch, here it is. Jam job ground ball hit towards short. Picked up by Maton, and he throws him out, and the Tigers have taken games one and two. You got the call here on WTMJ. The Brewers have now lost three in a row after Tuesday night's 4-3 to loss to the Tigers. Milwaukee could not climb out of a 4 to nothing hole. Crew tries to salvage the series today. Coverage here on WTMJ starts at 12.05. And finally, it is all on the line tonight. Bucks Heat Game 5, Giannis and the Bucks facing elimination. Head coach Mike Budenholzer well aware that it is a one-game season for the next couple of days. Yeah, we just got to go home and win a game. That's, you know, uh, we've talked about it in the locker room. We got to go to Milwaukee and win a game. Life is not complicated. That's what we got to go do. Coverage of tonight's Game 5 here on WTMJ starts at 8. Life is not complicated, Vince, but the situation certainly is. I've got more on that coming up in Extra Points at 645. And coming up today, I know it's uh, casual in many workplaces, but you'll see more than your share of denim in the office today. Why that is, coming up next on Wisconsin's Morning News. At 522 on Wisconsin's Morning News this Wednesday, blue jeans, denim jackets, overalls, whatever accessories you may have, you'll be seeing a lot more people wearing these clothes today for a specific reason. Last Wednesday of April is known as Denim Day. With April being Sexual Assault Awareness Month, Denim Day annually is a stylish way to address a serious subject. By wearing denim today, you show support for survivors of sexual assault, a day designed to build awareness and education about sexual violence. It's very hard for people to want to think about or talk about or or even process or digest because it really is the heinous underbelly of, of a society is rape and sexual violence. Angela Mancuso, the executive director of the Women's Place in Waukesha, is a sexual assault survivor herself. She and the Women's Center team are devoted to the service and care of adults and children in our area coping with abuse and trafficking, ranging from 24-7 crisis response to assistance with employment and life skills. Denim Day was inspired by a Supreme Court ruling in Italy in 1999 when a rapist conviction was overturned. The justice felt that since the victim was wearing very tight jeans, She must have helped the person who raped her remove her jeans, thereby implying consent. So the perpetrator was released. And the following day, um, all the women in the Italian parliament came to work wearing jeans, really in solidarity with the victim. And then that just became a national and international movement. The Women's Center also uses Denim Day in a positive way as they host their annual Empower Luncheon as a discussion on resolving sexual assault issues and as a fundraiser to continue offering services to our community. Sandy Max, WTMJ News. And one of the most accessible ways the Women's Center helps is with their 24-hour hotline. Anyone affected by sexual violence can call anytime. I'm going to give you the number, and I'll give it to you again if you need a moment to grab something to write it down. But the number is 262 542 My good friend Susan Kim was on the board of directors at the Women's Center for many years and did a lot of projects with them. And they just they do wonderful work. And it's really super important work. City of Milwaukee today will also mark Denim Day with a public resource fair that's running from 11 until 1 at the Northwest Health Center, 76th and Mill Road. An assortment of women's organizations will be there offering support and information about their programs. And again, the Women's Center based out of Waukesha, they also help a lot of new moms, uh, women who 
perhaps weren't expecting to become pregnant or people who are struggling make ends meet when they bring that new baby into the world? You know, sometimes I've even heard in some cases when there's awareness like there is on a day like today, some of these groups will even hear from males, which you wouldn't expect, males asking, hey, am I being an abuser and not even realizing it? Interesting. Asking the question of whether or not they... Have I have I been doing something incorrectly that it never even phased me, but now that I'm actually paying attention more, I'm I'm abusing somebody. So again, I told you I'd tell you the number for the Women's Center in Waukesha, 262-542-3828. You can use that personally or as a referral as well, and that's a 24-hour hotline. Anyone affected by sexual violence can call anytime. And the uh, event for City of Milwaukee, 76 to Mill Road at the Northwest Health Center at 11 o'clock. Doesn't take much to get us going in here. 542 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Eric mentioned it in the news. Milwaukee officials will spend the morning pointing fingers at each other at City Hall today over familiar springtime foe, the pothole. This meeting today of the City Public Works Committee includes potholes on the agenda. Committee member Alderman Jonathan Brostoff telling WTMJ. I don't want this to be a case where we just go after public sector workers who are doing their best and are way under capacity, way overworked. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, because the news release from the chairman of the committee, Alderman Bob Bauman, has the title, Public Works Committee Seeking Answers from Mayor's Office and DPW on Potholes. What year is this? Every This is don't every year. Don't we have this committee hearing every year? With someone yelling at the DPW guys. that's what it turns out to be. Here's the quote from the news release. Residents deserve to know why potholes are not being addressed by the city in a timely manner. The committee will be seeking answers to key questions surrounding the city's response. So they're going to parade some guy out from Department of Public Works and holler at him a little bit. It barked at. You guys aren't filling those potholes. I want to know. Well, they've been telling us for more than a year now that they don't have a staff, right? I mean, clearing snow from from heavy snowfalls has been difficult and tricky. Should we put this on the, the citizens of our great city and state just to fill the potholes with whatever they please, you know? Like, I would, I would fill mine with, like, Skittles or something. <laughs> the one on my local road, and then people could pop by, roll I the c- window down, grab a Skittle, and keep on moving. Why is Bill's could- that keep driving by this area? <laughs> I could check with our guys at Johnson & Sons Paving to see if they have a Skittle mix right they have well, a number of different mixes well domino's not that long ago offered to pay the city some money if they could fill the potholes and then mm. stamp a domino's logo on there did arnold go. schwarzenegger do that yes too? he did yeah. i did it myself i fills the potholes <laughs> you know who else could fill it's the not the too much. Who? oh you know who could fill a pothole sean Wynn. oh yeah. <laughs> by sean. filling one he could fill them all mm, i don't know <laughs> Time for an update from the Gruber Law Offices. One call, that's all sports desk. Here's Brian D. You think the potholes here are bad? Just wait till you get to New Jersey. That's a message for Aaron Charles Rogers. He is now a New York Jet. It's official. The trade is approved. The physical passed. The ink is drying. Number 12 becomes number 8 this afternoon when he's going to be introduced as a Jet for the first time. Even through his unbridled joy, noted Jets fan and ESPN host Mike Greenberg can still see that the Packers won this trade. I have no idea. 
idea how good Jordan Love is going to be or not. But they have a player that they believe in, that they've invested in, that they've developed. They have good young receivers. They have good running backs. The 13th pick now, so you figure maybe they draft on that offensive line to get Jordan Love, you know, some protection. They have a pretty good defense. So I think they have a chance to not rebuild, but reload. That doesn't mean they're a Super Bowl team right this minute. But I think they have a chance to be pretty good pretty quickly. While I'm in favor of the Jets making this trade despite this, I think the Packers won the negotiation. They got more from it than I thought they might. So I think you have to say the Packers did all things considered very well here. Rodgers will be introduced as a Jet at 1 o'clock this afternoon. The quarterback did farewell to Green Bay in a lengthy Instagram post on Tuesday night. You can check it out right now at WTMJ.com. In baseball, Rowdy, Rowdy, Rowdy. The pitch, Rowdy, in the air to right. Get up, get up, get out of here. for Dustin Smith from Lodi. A $300 home run by Rowdy Tellez against the left-hander, Alexander. Bob Euchre on the call there here on WTMJ. Dustin Smith from Lodi goes home happy, but the Brewers fall to the Tigers 4-3. Milwaukee could not climb out of a 4-0 hole. The crew tries to salvage the series today. Coverage here on WTMJ starts at 12.05. Freddie Peralta on the bump for Milwaukee. And finally, their backs are against the wall. The Bucks facing elimination tonight as they welcome the Heat back to Milwaukee for Game 5. If this series is going to continue, the Bucks must slow down Jimmy Butler. Yeah, no, Drew's got that freedom. And, you know, he had a shot against the under. Uh, like I said, it's a credit to Butler. He did a good job. Drew's busting his butt. Our guys are busting their butt. Heck of a night by him, by them. Now we got to respond. That is head coach Mike Budenholzer. Butler scored 56 points in game four. Guys, that was the fourth most points in a single game in NBA postseason history. And sometimes you just got to kind of tip your cap and say, we'll see you back in Milwaukee for game five. But they got to find a way to slow him down tonight. Coverage here on WTMJ. Going to start at 8 o'clock. I'm surprised he didn't go to the Chick-fil-A and order 56. 56 chicken (laughs) mini. 56 548 in Wisconsin's morning news. Five fifty-two on Wisconsin's morning news. You know you're applying for a new job and you gotta know somebody, right? Because they always talk about how do you get your resume to the top of the pile? You got a network. Right? Yeah, I got a network. I know this guy, I know mm-hmm. her over there. She works at yep. this place. Maybe she can move my thing forward. You got nepotism. Kids. Yeah. yeah, nepotism. Yeah, right? that's, that's what you need, man. Well, how about this? How about if you just kind of work the AI guy over? If my intelligence is artificial, then why am I smarter than you? Yes, here's where we're at now. We've been worried about artificial intelligence taking away jobs. Well, what about AI deciding if you should even get that job? Companies are using AI to make hiring decisions. What? Yes, they are the hiring managers. They are the HR person we all know and love. What are your long-term goals? Yes, these are the questions now being asked. And uh, there's uh, a lot of skepticism, even though that many companies already do this. In 2014, Amazon attempted to build an AI recruitment tool that automatically would scan resumes for key terms. Didn't work very well, though, because they found out that it showed a bias against women. So they had to fix that the com- situation. The computer? Yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, other large firms like uh, investment bankers, like uh, Goldman Sachs, 
have used different software, a video analysis tool to screen job applicant interviews during the recruitment process so then they can track them that way. Tell me about yourself. So you have these, <laughs> you have these groups. Well, now. I'm a self-starter. <laughs> we used to complain, or at least I shouldn't say we. I used to cl- complain about uh, HR departments many, many, many years ago being the gatekeeper of who you could even get a resume to mm. because they're the ones saying, well, you know, we looked at this or whatever. Now, one way they're going to outsource that is by just using AI to be able to determine, okay, does this person fit the job? What is your biggest weakness as an employee? <laughs> Hated that well, question. I'm, I'm, not oh, good I'm, with, too I'm not good with computers. You know, people answer that question differently. There's two ways you answer it. You either give them the BS answer like, well, sometimes I just work too hard and I don't unplug. Right, which is a strength, but not, and they're usually on to it. Oh, yeah. Or you can just be honest. And say, I'm just just bad at this. I'm I'm not good at this job. I'm like, I'm trying to figure out what kind of person you are. Do you want me to give you the the answer of, I work too hard? Or do you want me to just be honest? (laughs) They appreciate that. that. Okay. So, basically, respondents now of a Pew uh, Research poll don't like this idea for many reasons. They're concerned about, like, what about body language? AI, AI may not be able to gather nonverbal information, said one person. Plus, there's other concerns about age. How should age play a role in this? Should mm. the AI be able to determine whether or not someone is 60 or 30, and should that even play a role at all, or a gender? What would you say is your best quality? All these questions now need to be figured <laughs> out as they tweak this AI hiring manager, but more and more companies going to dig into this now, figure out a way to find an employee and let the AI be the recruiting tool. So I'm okay with the hiring aspect of this, but what about like the behavioral HR issues that the computer needs to address? Like what happened at the Christmas party on Saturday night? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. If you're going to really make them be HR people, they got to be HR oh, yeah. people all the way through. He says you were using inappropriate language. <laughs> So there you go. AI now taking jobs and also determining whether or not you should have that job. It's just the latest thing we have to worry about here in the coming months and years. What are your long-term goals? See, it's one thing, though, if they're going to use it in the screening process, like the basic resumes come in and it's looking for that top line. Yeah. Does this person have the experience that I've asked for? Now, you might miss that diamond in the rough who maybe doesn't fit the profile, but, oh, she's going to be great, actually. Outside of the box hire. Can AI be outside the box? Well, can AI be a, like a fraternity brother that helps sneak me in? <laughs> Listen, I know this guy, his uncle works over there, right? Yes. Going to get me in top of the pile. Do that or you just learn how to play it. What are the words they want to hear? Energetic, self-starter, what else? Dedicated. I care too much. Professional, <laughs> right. Passionate about my career. Just every buzzword you could possibly yeah, come up with. Load it up with a bunch of buzzwords and nonsense to get past the AI. All right, we already cracked the computer. Yeah, we're done. We got it. Tell me about yourself.